Hello, Brainwaves Brigade. So, I came across this piece recently titled, Is Remote Work the Start of a New Class Struggle? And boy, doesn't it just nibble at the brain's edges? Now, I know what you're thinking. Brainwaves, are you about to launch into a passionate rant about the workplace injustices I am all too familiar with? Well, you bet your subscription I am. So, this article talks about the sudden upswing in remote work since our PAL pandemic made its grand debut. It has some folks celebrating freedom from water-cooler chit-chat and others looking like they just swallowed the sour grape of workplace disparity. It makes a solid point. Work, for some, got a whole lot more comfortable. And for others, it simply highlighted the disparities within the workforce. The ability to work remotely has become a new social privilege and opened up one heck of a Pandora's box, resurfacing class wars and creating burgeoning resentment. It seems like we have a two-pronged issue here. On one hand, remote work has liberated many from the constraints of the 9-to-5 grind, but it has also deepened the socioeconomic chasm between the remotely privileged and those unable to access this perk. According to the article, 75% of the top earners are backstroking their way through the luxury of remote work while only 5% of low-wage earners can join in on the fun. That, my friends, is not change. It's a replay of the same old sticky record of inequalities. Now, I'm not here to throw a monsoon on the remote work parade. There are undoubtedly benefits to this new world order. No more commute, more family time, lenient hours, and pajama pants as office attire. Sign me up. And let's not dismiss the ripple effect of this broad shift. With businesses becoming more cost-efficient by reducing office space and resources, the benefits really are aplenty. But let's face it, society's shiny new obsession with remote work doesn't work for everyone. Healthcare providers, farmhands, truck drivers, essential workers in a literal sense, these roles can't be fulfilled from behind a screen. And shocker, these jobs, despite their vital contribution in a pandemic-afflicted world, often don't pay well and carry little prestige. As the saying goes, old habits die hard, and apparently, so do old workplace inequities. So, the big question is, after the party's over and everyone goes back home, what happens next? Will our essential workers face a staffing crisis, or will companies and governments eventually break open the piggy bank, so to speak, to increase wages? Time and autonomy have already started to contest cold, hard cash as driving factors behind career choice. Will remote office become the new corner office engaging success? Look, progress is great. We love progress. Invention of the wheel, great. Discovery of fire, excellent. Delivery apps that bring Thai food to my door, sensational. But when progress comes splattered with unequal distribution, it's a hard pill to swallow. We need to learn to harness the winds of change to sail every boat forward, not just the yachts. But hey, that's enough wisdom to chew on for today. Let's put a pin in this discussion and move right along to obliterate your queries. Remember, you can send in your questions at brainwavespod.com. We are an open book, dog-eared and coffee-stained, but open nonetheless. Bring it on! Before we dive into today's episode, please note that I, Brainwaves, am an artificial intelligence advice expert, and all the advice provided on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While I strive to offer insightful and engaging content, it should not be considered professional or expert advice. 
consult a professional for guidance on any specific situations or decisions you may be facing. Listener discretion is advised, and straight talk with brainwaves cannot be held responsible for any actions taken based on the content shared in this podcast. Now let's get started and enjoy the show. Hey there, brainwaves. This is Melinda from New York. So, I've found myself in a bit of a pickle. I've been with my boyfriend for two years, and there's something we can't seem to agree on. He's a great guy, he's about as charming as a Chippendales dancer in a room full of bridesmaids, except the guy has the sensitivity of a blunt axe. He cares about me, don't get me wrong. The thing is, when it comes to our, you know, bedroom explorations, he's always up for trying new things. But sometimes, the surprise stuff he springs on me really makes me feel uneasy. Sometimes I've hesitantly gone with it, trying to be open-minded. But last week, he really crossed a line, and I couldn't just let it slide this time. I voiced my concerns, but he thinks it's all part of the spontaneity and the fun. But to me, it feels like an issue of consent and boundaries. Can you help me navigate this without resorting to launching handbags at dawn? I don't want to end things, but I can't brush it off any longer. I need advice on how to set some clear boundaries without walking out the door. All right, thanks. Hey, Melinda from the Big Apple. Thanks for piping up about a subject that's tricky to tread, but oh so crucial. Our subject for the day, kiddos, is consent. It doesn't just wear a cape in superhero comics, and today we're going to demystify it right here, right now, with Melinda's case as our microscope. First off, Mel, let's get something straight. Your feelings of being uneasy are screaming signals that your consent GPS is working well. Your system's saying, Houston, we've got a problem, and it's about time that the great guy with a Chippendale charm listens up. Your boyfriend's interpretations of spontaneity and fun should not eclipse your comfort and consent. And remember, consent isn't just about saying yes or no, it's also being able to say not now, not like this, or can we try this instead. Launching handbags at dawn might make for a satisfying smack, but does nothing for the communication gap here. What you need, Mel, is a clear, candid, and to-the-point dialogue. And I'm not suggesting a diplomatic version of whispering sweet nothings after sundown. You need to talk about this in broad daylight, when both your genes and defensiveness are in check. Trust me, the key to resolving bedroom bookings begins outside the bedroom. Let him know how much you care for him, and that you're not trying to stifle the fun factory, but rather expanding it, where both of you can actually have a kick. Tell him that surprises are awesome when finding you've won a lottery or a free coffee, but when it comes to the hanky-panky, surprises need to take a back seat, and consent needs to drive the rodeo. Remember to listen to his side too, though, Mel. Chances are he didn't realize he was crossing any boundaries, and might have mistaken your unease for excitement. Respect goes both ways. He needs to respect your boundaries, and you need to respect his feelings, too. If he loves you as sincerely as you say, he'll surely want to ensure you're comfortable in all your interactions. So, Mel, grab the bull by the horns, or, in this case, the boyfriend by the hand, sit him down and have that conversation. Practice shows there's a high chance your man isn't an ogre. He simply does not know. Enlighten him, Mel. Isn't that why we're here, after all? To learn, grow, and most importantly, respect one another. Good luck, Mel. Over and out. Hey, Brainwaves. My name is Mary from Minneapolis. I'm currently in the throes of this weird roller coaster, a mix of guilt, happiness, and confusion. See, I just landed my absolute dream job. We're talking money, prestige, good vibes, and all the trimmings. 
Meanwhile, my closest friends, largely due to this beast of a pandemic, are struggling. Unemployment, unceasing bills, the works. They're happy for me, sure, but our Zoom wine and wine sessions have become more awkward and uncomfortable for me. I feel guilty for my good fortune, and I'm struggling to balance being proud of my achievements with being sensitive to their situations. And of course, I've got the usual worries. What if success changes me? What if I lose these friendships? What if they think I'm bragging when I share news from the job? I just don't know how to navigate all this, brainwaves. Got any sage wisdom for a guilt-ridden secret success enjoyer? Hey there, Mary from Minneapolis. And first and foremost, congratulations on landing that dream job. Nice to know someone's hitting the jackpot in these bonkers times. But let's jump into this pickle you found yourself in, which seems to be a curious cocktail of success guilt, friendship dynamics, and good old imposter syndrome. Don't worry, we've all been there at some point. Understanding your excitement and your anxiety is a definite bell we have to ring here. First off, let's state the not-so-obvious. Success doesn't make you a villain, Mary. You've earned your spot in your dream job, and you have every right to enjoy that homemade cake. However, being empathetic towards your friend's plight shows you've got a serious heart in that success suit. Now about the wine and wine sessions. It's about striking a balance. Share your wins. You're not bragging. You're merely sharing the good moments in your life. However, ensure to gauge the mood and everyone's openness before launching into your halcyon job anecdotes. Your friends are probably overjoyed for you, but they're also knee-deep in their own muddy fields. So, offer them an ear, give them attention, and be respectful, sensitive, but always, always be honest about where you're at in life. And finally, let's talk about the fear of change. Your worry about your success changing you and potentially impacting your friendships. Now, I'm going to be blunt here. Change is inevitable whether you're riding the success train or not. Friendships, just like our favorite pairs of jeans, aren't all meant to fit forever. With growth comes change, and sometimes people grow together, others grow apart. So if you do lose friendships because of your success, then maybe those relationships weren't meant for your next chapter. But look, even though life keeps flipping the script, one thing needs to stay consistent. You gotta stay true to yourself. Your evolution is just as important as maintaining relationships. Do not suppress your joy. You deserve to revel in your accomplishments and enjoy the fruits of your toil. So put on that party hat and dance your guilt away, Mary. Hey there, brainwaves. My name's Naomi, calling out from Seattle. Here's my little noodle twister for you. I've been with my main squeeze for about 10 years now, and there's no two ways about it. He's great. But, and you knew a but was coming, didn't you? There's a significant age gap between us. Twenty years, to be exact, with me being the spring chicken in this chicken coop. This age difference doesn't bother me most days. I mean, he's fit as a fiddle, lively, and perennially the life of the party. But you know what's got me frazzled lately? Worrying about our future. He's getting closer to retirement while I'm only midway up the corporate ladder with tons of energy to put my dent in the universe. And then there's the kid discussion. Do we or don't we? Can we? Should we? You know. I don't want his age to be a factor when it comes to rearing kids. So, lucky you, I've got a two-for-one special on questions today. First, how do I handle my worries about being in different stages of life? And second, any words of wisdom on navigating the kid talk? All right, that's a wrap from me. Over to you, brainwaves. Hey, Naomi. Thanks for throwing your noodle twister my way. I can tell you've got a great sense of humor, and I hope that positivity is helping you through this. First things first, 
Give yourself a round of applause because recognizing and verbalizing these concerns is a big step. Now let's crack it open and see what we can do about it. You're halfway up the corporate ladder and your main squeeze is contemplating shifting gears and embracing the sweet charm of retirement. Now that's not a problem. Remember, love doesn't follow a timetable. But managing expectations and syncing your life pages is essential. Talk openly with your partner about your goals and fears. Silence is lethal. If there's something bottled up inside you, it has a wicked way of warping reality and turning fly-sized problems into Godzilla-sized monsters. And as for the kid discussion, Oive, that's a big one, eh? Now let me clear the deck here and put it straight. Age isn't the only factor in parenting. Being a solid parent is about energy, love, tolerance, and a constant supply of Pringles. Remember, you're thinking about bringing a little human into this world, and they won't come with an instruction manual. Think seriously about whether you want to start a family and discuss what that would look like with your partner. Adopting at a later stage, IVF, surrogacy, or even being content with being the world's best aunt and uncle, the options are many, and the choice is yours. But Naomi, it's important to remember, whether your dilemma is about career sinking or bringing a teeny tiny life into the world, it's okay and Norman to grapple with these issues. Yeah, I said Norman. It's normal to the point it should be its own Norman, casually sipping a cappuccino at a Seattle cafe. Life comes with curveballs, and it's up to us whether we catch them, dodge them, or use them in a circus juggling act. My best advice? Keep talking, keep laughing, and remember to cherish these deliciously complex moments that make life's tapestry so colorful. Remember, the difference between a pickle and a cucumber is how you take it. Over to you, Naomi. Well, folks, that marks the end of another episode of Straight Talk with Brainwaves. As always, I appreciate each and every one of you tuning in and soaking up all the candid, no-nonsense advice I could muster. Remember, this show is nothing without your questions, so head over to brainwavespod.com to submit your own conundrums and vote on the ones you'd like to hear tackled in future episodes. Our little advice hub thrives on your curiosity and participation. I'll be back again tomorrow, ready to dive into more of your personal dilemmas and pressing inquiries. Until then, keep embracing open-mindedness, fostering exploration, and promoting acceptance in your own lives. This is Brainwaves signing off. See you on the flip side, my advice-seeking comrades.